morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. I'm your host, Louis Stardust, joined by Erica Fett. Hello, and happy Halloween week, everyone. Yes, this is our super spooky Halloween episode. Um, I mean, you guys already know that Erica and I cosplay year-round, and a big reason for that is because we love Halloween so much, so getting to make costumes all year is kind of the best thing ever and uh, I thought today maybe we could share some of our Halloween traditions with you and some of our favorite movies and things that make us love Halloween so much but for those of you who aren't aware of how this tradition started I thought uh, maybe Erica could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah absolutely so Halloween is super spooky but we love it but where did it come from? Uh, so Halloween or All Hallows Eve is based on Celtic traditions it's considered the one night a year when the line between the living and the dead is blurred. They used to dance around bonfires and costumes to scare all of the evil spirits away, and that's why over the years we started implementing more costumes in Halloween. They also started to partake in old traditions like uh, trick-or-treating, which is where they used to actually go around and ask people for food or money. So now we just give candy to kind of keep the tricksters away. I mean, I would take the money. Right? <laughs> Do we have some gift cards for DoorDash in there? I would absolutely love that. Also, like, I don't know if you've ever um, gone trick-or-treating, Erica, but when I would go trick-or-treating, there would always be this, like, old lady who didn't have candy but would give pennies out. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever experienced that. So maybe she was keeping that tradition alive. I like it. But there's usually at least one or two of them. You know, if everybody did that and you went to 100 houses, you'd make away with a dollar. So why not? Okay, so we're talking about Halloween traditions. Growing up, I would say my family was somewhat religious, definitely a little bit Christian, but it wasn't to the point where we couldn't do Halloween things. Uh, my mom loved dressing me up. Like, she would absolutely love Halloween. I did a lot of funny costumes I did um I was Trinity from the Matrix one year oh my gosh that's my favorite <laughs> yeah I had gotten uh like all my hair slipped back and I was just doing like Matrix moves in school uh another year my I mean my grandma also made a lot of my costumes when I was a kid uh one year I was Princess Leia and she took like big yarn balls and put them on the side of my head oh my gosh that's perfect yeah it was really cute so and I just remember like being always excited to get my pillowcase and try to fill it as much as I can and I would go around the neighborhood with my cousins and my friends um but other than that like in my adult life I'm trying to do this thing where I collect like haunted houses every year like yes. little ones like you know how people do Christmas villages I want like the equivalent of that but with like a spooky haunted house so I've been trying to do those and I just really love like giving out candy and stuff and I try to decorate my house a lot um but as far as like traditions go I just want to do a cool Halloween party every year like, in Hocus Pocus, you know when Max goes to the girl's house and it's, like, this crazy collection of snacks and everybody's in dressed up in, like, yes. dumb outfits? Like, that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I would like my tradition. Yes, bring back Halloween parties. Absolutely. What's your kind of traditions, Erica? Oh, well, first off, before I forget, uh, you were talking about tiny little houses and there is a uh, great, talented woman on Instagram called Monstress. And she makes all uh, little horror figurines and houses that are all based on, like, horror characters and horror movies. So, I know she just did one for the movie Malignant, because I, I literally just saw it. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, wow. you need... Yeah, definitely. Um, she's amazing. Interesting. Uh, that sounds my... so cute. I, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. She's so talented, and they're, like, she is so detailed with everything, so you'll love those. Um. But, uh, so my tradition is, as I have to uh, put decorations in my yard, uh, 
I really want to get to the point where I'm theming in my yard like every year. Like one year I want to do like a circus theme where it's like a bunch of clowns and maybe one year do like Area 51 and have like a fake flying saucer and a bunch of like little aliens everywhere. Um, this year it's just zombies, so nothing too crazy, but – well, um, I was one... with you last year when you started decorating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're super into it. You do a great job. Yeah. I love that. I w- my goal is always to be the most extreme house in the neighborhood. So, <laughs> yes, I, I literally put everything out. It's like so, it's so like gaudy in my yard for Halloween and then Christmas. It's literally nothing. <laughs> so I feel really bad, but also I don't feel bad. But maybe this year, I don't know. Um, we'll just keep going with the zombie theme, and next year maybe I, um, I'll graduate up to something way more extreme. Do you dress up for Halloween and, like, pass out candy or stuff? Do you even get trick-or-treaters? Last year with COVID, we didn't, um, pass out candy. We just left the candy in, like, a bowl. Um, but, uh, this year I was really hoping to maybe dress like the nun from The Conjuring, the demon nun. And just walk through, you know how they're always holding, like, the rosaries that are, like, um, like the ball of, like, sage almost, and it's, like, swinging. That's kind of what I, w- I just want to walk through my yard and just hold one of those and just walk really creepy. And, and then- just terrify <laughs> kids so they don't come to your house. But, but you know what? It's like they, they're terrified, but they love it. I haven't had trick-or-treaters come to my house in, like, the past, like, five years for all the houses I lived at. So I'm hoping now I get some this year. And if not, I just – I'll eat all the candy, and that's okay with that's me. That's why you always get candy that you love, right? That it's, like, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if it's left over, I'm not going to be mad about it. Do you have any favorite, like, Halloween costumes you wore as a kid? Ooh. You know, the first one I can ever remember was, like, a vampire. <laughs> So, yeah, I remember being a vampire, um, and then, you know, as I got older and started, I, oh, actually, I do remember in college one time, I, I wore, like, a giant white sheet and then put, like, a yellow thing in the middle and then put devil horns, and I was a deviled egg. <laughs> I love that so much. Now that we cosplay a little bit more um, and we can get these, like, cool costumes, uh, it's been really fun to, like, do, like, Jason and Freddy. Um, we cosplayed Chucky and Tiffany a few years back together, which was so much fun. We do so much with cosplay. Like, when it comes to Halloween, I want to do just, like, dumb pop culture stuff, like, funny stuff, and, like, things that we don't get to normally do because we dress up so much. Absolutely. Like, I know uh, you did a wonderful Elvira last year, which was amazing, but it's, like, Elvira is also, like, absolutely, like, the staple for Halloween, but, like, all the time. It's her month. It's applicable all the time. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Icon. Gay icon. Yes. But yeah, so I guess the question is going, piggybacking off of costumes. Okay, so if you had like a completely unlimited budget of like, you could have like FX artists and everything, what costume would you do? There's probably so much. I would want to do like a really cool like shape of water kind of thing where I'm like a crazy fish lady, like Creature from the Black Lagoon, something like that. But I also just want (laughs) to... I also just want to be a really cool transformer. <laughs> That's like the worst answer, but I could perfectly picture me just like full on turning into a car and thinking it's hilarious. Wait, would you be an Autobot or Decepticon? I'm Autobot. You're definitely Decepticon. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm I always so pretty the baddies. Okay. Yo, Starscream was my favorite. For the longest time on Facebook, my last name on, on Facebook was Starscream. It was Erica Starscream was my name. So what would you do though? See, part of me would love to do, like, um, a really cool, like, exorcist, like, themed, like, possession makeup. But then the other half of me would be like, please make me into Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. So, 
<laughs> oh my god. See, we both have, like, a dumb one that we really want to do. That makes me think of, like, what's her name? Heidi Klum, who does, like, those really extreme oh. Halloween parties, and, like, all the celebrities do dumb costumes. Oh, I She love goes that. in, though. Like, do you, did you remember the year she did, like, Jessica Rabbit, and she had all these oh prosthetics god. and stuff? Like, super goes that. into it. Like, goals. Like, goals to have, like, crazy prosthetic Halloween parties. <laughs> I want to be able to, like host a bunch of my friends because our friends are all over the place have them come to my house big halloween party extreme costumes and that's all i want i feel like it's a one night a year where everybody if they if you enjoy dressing up that you can just be whatever you want no one's gonna judge you for wearing that dog the bounty hunter costume well i mean i may <laughs> i may i may i mean you know you just do whatever you want to honey it's basically what we're saying fx man i just i love oh you know pinhead pinhead would be sick but you you should totally do like the Kotobukiya one. Some of the best like concepts for female horror versions and the pinhead one is unreal. Absolutely. The Leatherface one. Really, really good. So you mentioned exactly what Halloween is and how it came about. Um, but the one thing that I think is kind of interesting is like are there any specific events that have happened on Halloween that are kind of tragic? Because we view Halloween as just like, again, a fun time to dress up, candy, and obviously some people don't view it that way. Um, and there might be a darker side to it. So I'm wondering if there's anything you found along those lines. So, you know, the crazy thing is we have all heard about the, you know, the urban legend about people putting razor blades in the candy. Well, in 1974, Ronald O'Brien was actually found guilty of putting cyanide in his own son's pixie stick candy. Um, so that happened in, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I can't fathom what goes through someone's mind to do that, but he is probably one of the main reasons why, uh, that urban legend kind of exists. You said he was found guilty, but like, did he get a life sentence for trying to poison his kid with these pixie sticks? Do you know anything about that? Yes. So basically he, he poisoned his own son to collect his life insurance money. Um, but he was found guilty, and then he was executed by lethal injection, I believe, in 84, I want to say. You know, aside from that, there, there have been some other horrible things that have happened on Halloween. Uh, in 1981, in Manhattan, Ronald uh, Sisman and uh, college student Elizabeth Klatsman were beaten and shot in their apartment. And uh, some people theorize that later on, uh, the son of Sam actually said that that had to do with some of the satanic practices. So... That's that's kind of, you know, we don't know for sure if that's what went down or if that was like a satanic act or um, if that was just a senseless act of violence. But, um, yeah, so just six years later that happened. And then in 2005, one of the more recent things that have happened in Halloween that's kind of bizarre is that a woman uh, in Delaware ended up hanging herself in her front yard. And due to it being around Halloween time, a lot of the people who passed by her body – uh, just ended up thinking that it was just a prop swinging in the wind. So her body kind of hung there for a few days until people realized that uh, what had happened. So, you know, there are a lot of dark things that have happened on Halloween, and those are just a few, a handful of very many things that have happened, especially over, you know, the years. Um, but, you know, one of the lighter things that I would say uh, that have happened myth-wise on Halloween is, you know, we always associate witches with Halloween, and the reason for that is is because people used to dance around their bonfires with their brooms for crops and stuff to ward away, like, evil spirits and hope that their crops did well. And so that kind of just transitioned to witches with brooms. So 
you know, on the lighter end, <laughs> we have some, we have some, you know, fabulous crop dances with some brooms. So I guess also too, like now that we're talking about kind of the horrors with Halloween, um, did you ever participate in like mischief night, Erica? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I am so afraid to get in trouble. <laughs> I would be like, no. <laughs> the thought of like TPing somebody's house to me was like really fun and I just never did that. Oh, well, let's go TP someone's house these days. <laughs> let's do it on Halloween. I'll TP my own house so I don't feel bad about cleaning it up after. You know, like <laughs> but yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of stuff with Mischief Night. Okay, so we have talked about our favorite cryptids so far and urban legends and even ghost stories. So I guess my question for you, Lua, is uh, if you were in, like, if you, if there was one, like, being, whether it be, like, a poltergeist or, like, you know, a werewolf or any type of, like, zombie, what would the one thing be that you're like, no, I'm not going to deal with that? Probably, like, a Wendigo. Oof. Man. Right? Because, yeah. like, I feel like I could deal with zombies and werewolves, vampires, like, I think I could do all that. A ghost is a little bit long-term, but, you know, maybe I could do some kind of, like, cleansing. But a Wendigo? I, I, I'm I, not surviving that at all. Honestly, terrifying. Yeah, I think that would probably be the one thing that would be too much for me. <laughs> yeah, their lore is so interesting, too. I can watch movies about Bigfoot and ghosts all day, but if I watch anything that's, like, a Wendigo movie, I'm like, that that sticks with me. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> That Antlers movie with Guillermo del Toro, that's like coming out this week, so we should absolutely watch that. Oh my gosh, see, I haven't seen that, but I am, I'm totally down. If you've ever played Until Dawn, that's like an anthology game series where it's always like horror based, um, which I think it would be really cool if one day maybe we did like a, like a charity Twitch stream where we played like horror games for Camp Cryptid or something like that. Um, but this game is basically like, it, it's all full of Wendigos and it's kind of like a choose your own adventure style where like, if you do something, it's a butterfly effect game. So if you do something, someone else could die. Oh, I love that. Yes. The story. And it's got Wendigos. It's really cool. What would you be afraid of, Erica? Yeah. Okay. Wendigos are terrifying. Yes. But if it was like 28 days later, zombies, man, I don't even, you know, if there's those zombies, I'm good. I'm a good shot. I'll be good. But I'm telling you, if they're like those crazy ass, like 28 days later zombies, I don't know. I'm just going to sit in my room and cry for like an hour. <laughs> be like, why? Well, that's how I feel about like the strain vampires. Like if it's anything that's like crazy like that, I don't know, man. But if it's like traditional, I think we're good. Oh, yeah. Where they're just savage. Mm -hmm. Oof. I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ease up. Absolutely. <laughs> well, now we're talking so much about like things we've seen in media. So I thought it'd be cool if we could maybe talk about our favorite Halloween movies or things that get us into the mood for Halloween. Um, me personally, this is not like a spooky thing, but this is like the thing that gets me into the Halloween season. And it's Over the Garden Wall. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen no. it. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, it's a 10 episode series from Cartoon Network. Uh, you can watch it on Hulu. And it's, I think every episode's like 10, 15 minutes long. Like, it's not long at all. And it's about two brothers who get lost in the woods. One of them is voiced by Elijah Wood. Um, they get lost in the woods and they come across all these, like, monsters and creatures. And they're trying to find their way home. But it's the, I think it's the second episode. It has, like, these giant, like, pumpkin head people. And you come across all these different creatures, and it's, like, really, really interesting in the way that it's done as well. It's a little bit dark, um, but dark for Cartoon Network, so, like, it's not heavy. 
and it's such a fall feeling show. I watch it every September to get into the mood for October and it's just so good. I highly recommend watching that if you want something very lighthearted to watch. I love that. I'm adding that to my list. <laughs> every Give me everything Halloween, please. Before we get into like crazy Halloween movies, are there any other light lighthearted ones that you enjoy? Oh, Hocus Pocus for sure. I feel like Hocus Pocus, it's just, it's fun for everyone. It's so cute. It's, it's just, I don't know. That's one of my favorites ever though. I watched it again this past weekend um, and there's so much dialogue that happens in it that I'm like, how do they, how do they make this movie for Disney? I know, but it's so cute. It's just, it's so fun. It just gets you in the mood for like, like, like you said, the Halloween parties, like, please. It's just, everything about that is amazing. Oh, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat is another anthology kind of story where um, it shows us some of the traditions that are best not forgotten, but it also gives us like multiple stories that kind of come full circle. And I mean, we've talked about Trick or Treat a lot on this podcast already. It's really, really good. It's definitely like a cult classic. I don't think it's, it might not be for everybody, um, but I'm a huge fan of it. And like Spirit Halloween carries the most Trick or Treat merch ever like so much stuff for it they have a sam costume they have a sexy sam costume they have all the masks that the kids wear on the bus i love that they have the sam costume yeah and it's just like the way that all the stories connect is so clever and so well done i think the movie was around for like two years before it actually got put out too like they had a lot of issues publishing and getting it out but now it's just like such a like fun cult classic that I think everybody should see yeah that's one of the that's one of the themes I would love to at some point if I get to be like an extreme Halloween decorator do my front yard as the the bus scene <laughs> oh yeah do you have a favorite like part of that of that movie like a favorite one of the anthology things I love Anna Paquin so probably her storyline is probably my absolute favorite um <laughs> Oh, but oh god, everything's so good though. Like they, it's just so well executed. Every story is so unique and done so well that it's. It, I mean, it's just like like you said. Overall, it's just such a good time. Um, but yeah, I'd have to say Anna Paquin's part. What about you? Uh, that <laughs> yeah, I I just think it's like kind of unexpected. Um, I'm assuming if you guys are listening to us, you've seen it before. But if you haven't, I don't want to reveal too much. Um, but it's so good and it's done so well. Um, the 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 old weird neighbor who's like a serial yeah. killer yeah like the way that this all just goes you know into everything it's just really really interesting and i love the way it's filmed and i love when you see little bits and pieces that they come in or like later into the movie and yes. you start to piece it together yourself that's really really cool so i love that yeah so everyone's homework for this week is if you have not watched trick-or-treat you must watch it before our next yeah, show yeah before halloween um, absolutely you have to and it's better watched honestly once you watch it once you're gonna want to watch it a second time around because it's even better the second time and then the third time and then the 18th time <laughs> it would be stupid if we talked about halloween and we didn't mention halloween yes like essential absolutely absolutely classic michael myers yep. jamie lee curtis scream queen you know Ugh, um queen. classic i think my favorite horror movie like is i know this might not be everybody's favorite but i just love everything about it it's scream for me and that gets me into the halloween season as well i mean <laughs> the thing is is it's like it's so i mean everything about scream is so good between the cast the story the execution everything is so good um 
I mean, and it's got Skeet Ulrich, so I'm not going to complain at all. <laughs> oh my god, he's so hot in the movie. And also, it's like, they have a fantastic cast. Like, Neve Campbell, fantastic. Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich, um, Jane Kennedy, right? Is that his name? Isn't it? Yes, and yes. yeah. is, uh, what is her name? Courtney Rose Cox. Rose McGowan, is that her name? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Courtney Cox. Like, David all of Arquette. them are, yes, so David good. Arquette. It's just a fantastic cast, and like, the fact that they play on what horror movies are, and there's even, like, a cameo from Wes Craven in it when he's dressed as Freddy oh, Krueger. and Drew Barrymore at the beginning. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> and Drew Barrymore's thing was, like, she was... Drew, Bar- Drew Barrymore was cast, and at that time, she was already a huge actress. And the fact that they, like, immediately kill her off in the first few seconds is, like, when you first watch it, kind of shocking, because you're like, oh, my God, yes. Drew Barrymore. Like, she's dead. You're like, what? Um, yeah, and, yeah. I love all the sequels for it. The TV show I thought was pretty good, season one. And yeah, Scream is definitely a big way that I get into Halloween. What about you? Oh, I love that. Um, let's see. So some of the big ways I get into Halloween. Well, I have to watch Trick or Treat, like we said earlier. Um, I love the original Halloween, absolutely. But I am a huge fan of Rob Zombie. So his remake of Halloween, honestly, the brutality of it, I was like, this kicks ass. Um I thought it was great. Yeah, I loved his Halloween movies. Um, I love pretty much everything Rob Zombie does, though. So, yes, the Halloween movies, so good. Uh, I've been watching, like, literally almost everything on Shudder lately. Like, I literally just turn on my Shudder, and I'm, like, picking something new. Um, I just finally finished The Slasher Flesh and Blood. So good. Finally finished that. Um, But the Mortuary Collection was really surprisingly, like, amazing um it's it's almost kind of like a trick-or-treat it's got like a little anthology it's it was actually really enjoyable so um the mortuary collection if you end up liking trick-or-treat that's one i would definitely recommend because it's just it's real fun but uh, i have a couple favorites on there too so i grew up watching uh this movie called ginger snaps if you haven't seen it so good yeah yeah it's just like a weird one it's basically about two sisters who are kind of like the outcast and they're obsessed with death and on the night of Ginger's first period, she's attacked by a werewolf, and her sister Bridget is basically trying to save her throughout this movie, see if there's, like, a cure. And, um, you know, Ginger starts turning a little bit uh, different in personality very rapidly. So it's all about two sisters trying to save, or rather, Bridget trying to save Ginger this whole movie, and Ginger kind of not accepting that. Uh, that's a fun one. I really like that. It is. It is. Yeah. It was very enjoyable, though. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Satanic-wise, though, that anything for Jackson. So it's these two, like, I would say uh, grandfather and grandmother, grandparents, uh, who kidnapped a pregnant woman, and they are trying to basically bring the soul of their dead grandson, who's, like, maybe, like, two years old, um, back to life through performing these satanic rituals to get him to inhabit the baby, and it kind of... You know, things lead into dark places, and it gets really, really insane. So (laughs) if you like satanic stuff, that's a great one. Also on Shudder, if you haven't seen it, Haunt is on there. It also takes place on Halloween. Uh, A group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears, and the night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some of the nightmares are actually real. This is very, like, Saw-esque with a haunted house. So another one I've talked about on this show a couple of times is Creepshow, and I think they're doing a fantastic job with this series. Again, it's all like short stories, so you can get through a ton of Creepshow super fast, 
and yeah I, I really can't explain much more about it because every episode is so different but there's really great concepts on there and I would highly recommend checking it out uh so vampire movie wise blood vessel was pretty sick uh that was a really good movie kind of took place in the 1940s uh and it was uh basically there's just a crazy ass vampire on the ship so it's it's really cool though I also really like The Shed. It's a little cheesy vampire movie that I thought was really fun. Love that one too, actually. <laughs> anything anything vampire is like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I just think that there are so many movies and shows to watch, especially when it comes to spooky and Halloween stuff. So if you all are listening and you have any great recommendations for us, please tag us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram right now. And also, if you have any other, like, weird Halloween stories um, that you see on the internet, please submit it to our Reddit, like Erica said. Our Reddit is just Camp Cryptid Podcast, really easy to find, and we would love to hear any weird Halloween, maybe lore, or stories, or experiences you had. We also want to hear just, like, what you're going to be for Halloween this year. Let us know on our social media. So that wraps up this month for our first month of podcasting. We are super excited for November going into our new month. Uh, we're going to be focusing a lot on true crimes and cults next month. Also over on campcryptidpodcast.com, you could find ways to listen to us. Right now we are on a variety of platforms. We originally started just on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple, but you can find all of our platforms right on there. You can also find all of our social media. That includes our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, and everything else. So if you want to find other ways to listen to Camp Cryptid or just follow and keep up with us on social media, we're pretty active on there. Make sure you check our website out. And until next time, we're your camp counselor signing off. Thanks so much for hanging out, y'all.